What's going on? It's time for another episode of Too Hard for the Radio, transmitting from the future free state of Greater Idaho. I am the one-armed madman. And from the badlands of southern Montana, he thinks his screen might be too dark. It's Nolan, 5150. Uh, I'm doing good, doing good. Uh, Finally got some nice weather. It was damn near 80 today, so... It's a... Yeah, it's been nice here too. I got out. Uh, I went out the other day. I'd been going to the hot tub in the mornings every once in a while. <laughs> I went out there <laughs> yep. in the morning. And, and tomorrow I the it's door supposed to be like, fifty. Holy shit! What happened? Yeah, crazy. Oh no, shit! <laughs> I haven't even checked. I don't even check the weather anymore. I so what's the when, what's the over know, under on how long it's going to take for you to turn into uh, one of those grumpy old guys that just struts out into the hot tub naked? <laughs> oh, it depends on what time of day it is. If it's nighttime, time's gone and passed, my man. <laughs> yeah, what do we uh, got? Well... Should we get into the news? All right. What do we have? Well, I'm sure, as you know, Bud Light has a new spokesperson. That's going to be, that's just all kinds of fun. So why don't we, uh, why don't we dig into this just a little bit? Anheuser-Busch stock drops amid Bud Light Dylan Mulvaney controversy. So I hear that the, I read today that their stock has dropped like a fucking rock. This doesn't give the exact figure in the, uh, in the article that I have open, but I wrote it down, I believe. And maybe I didn't, who gives a shit? Their stock has gone to the fucking ground. So I've actually got some insight on this one. So I think we're going to, we're going to, you know, maybe I'll, yeah, I watched, I watched, yeah, I watched the three, yeah, the videos you sent. And then I, I, okay, I already good. heard some of the other stuff. Okay. Perfect. 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 So this whole move was based off one fucking woman essentially. And, and um, I actually met the guy oh, who had her old job when I was working in San Francisco. Uh, we The bar that I worked at, yeah, the bar that I worked at, we sold more Bud Light than any other place in the city outside of the stadium. So every bar, like there was yeah. bigger sports bars that sold more beer than us, I would imagine, at times. But they were only open certain times of the year, only... Like nobody would go there when it wasn't game time. So they only did a little bit of business throughout the year when it wasn't game time. So we were in deep with fucking Budweiser. And uh, so one day I'm I'm bartending and it may have even been the day before my boss Steve comes to me and he goes, we got the VP of Budweiser or Bud Light. It was Bud Light actually. Like I remember this. We got him coming in for dinner. We're, we're going to schmooze him. We sold more beer than any place in the city this year. Like we're getting a better deal. Like this guy's got to have a good cocaine and hookers. 
So this is like bulletin to the entire bar, you know? So immediately, yeah. So immediately the girls start like slipping and falling over their fucking worth, pussy juices. All about that they look worth. him up on the internet and yeah. he's, you know, <laughs> y- y- you know, he's one of those guys. Yeah. He's one of those guys. He's rich. He's good looking. I think he was Dutch or something like that. So they were just all in. Oh, let me work back there tonight. Let me work back there tonight. And I was actually the bartender in the back bar for that night. And um, I don't know how this worked out, but turned out the same night we were supposed to be having an episode of the real world filmed in the back bar. So we're like, oh, shit, like, how are we going to, we double booked it? Like, the Bud Light yeah. thing was a, a last minute. He's in town. He wants to check the place out, come in for dinner. So we're like, how are we going to work this shit out? Real world's going to be wild. This is the VP of Bud, of Bud Light. Like, we can't have a shit show going on in here when we're showing the place off to this guy. So the guy comes in. He's supposed to be there at, like, he gets there at, like, 6 o'clock maybe. And real world's supposed to start at like eight or nine. And we were going to stay open late for it, I believe. And uh, so we start explaining to him, hey, what's going on? And he's like, oh, that's fucking cool. Right away, dude was a bro. He was a fucking bro. He was all down. He was like, this is going to be good. He's like, "Uh, get the get the good looking waitresses back here. Let's let's have ourselves a night. And dude, it was a fucking shit show. They got hammered. Jesus. I think I poured out like $8,000 worth of booze for my boss, yeah. the VP, and like the four people at the table for the real. Maybe it was six of them besides them. But, dude, just thousands of dollars worth of booze, not even the food. You know, who knows how much the food was, too. But thousands of dollars. It got so fucking rowdy that the at the my boss was he was the fucking man. You would have dug my boss. He was the man. By the end of the night, they're like dragging him <laughs> back to the house. Come party with us, man. <laughs> and I remember he's asking me, he's like, should I go? And I'm like, dude, your wife's going to fucking flip her shit yeah, right. if she finds out that you're at the fucking oh, real fuck. world house right now. <laughs> and he's like, I know. He's like, what happens if, you know, maybe it won't come out on TV? And I was like, oh, there's no way it's coming out on TV. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you were here. The VP of Budweiser, there's no way this fucking guy is going to let this go on TV. There's no way it's going on TV. And he's like, oh, fuck, you're right. And I don't remember if he went over and partied or not, but it it was a shit show. So with that in con... And, oh, I forgot I left this part out, like... We had had a movie shoot there a couple of months before. It was for a Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson movie. I can tell the story about it some other time. It's a fun story. But uh, when the producers came in and did a deal with the boss, they were like, do you have any bartenders? Do you think it would work good for it? And he's like, oh, yeah, I got the guy. So he recommended that I be in this. So I did this movie shoot, and I was in the scene of this movie with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson covered in makeup in the corner of my bar. It was pretty fucking cool. It was a really fun night. They put me in skinny jeans and a and a shirtless vest. So I was doing curls. Get a pump with ke- with empty kegs in the walk-in. So it's like I gotta get a fucking I gotta get a pump going, man. 
So anyways, like this one, like I, I could tell right away. It's like, this one's not my turn. This isn't my night. Like I'll do, I'll do my job this night. And like, you know, I don't really need to do this anyways. And, uh, at the end of the night, dude comes over and he's like, give me a shot of tequila. Give him another shot of tequila. And uh, he hands me his credit card. And I was like, no, man, you know you guys are you're comped on that. And he's like, oh, I want to pay for it. And I know what he's doing, but, you know, I got to kind of be on the sly about it anyways. And uh, he said something to me, like he signed it off and he shook my hand. He said something like, thanks for holding down the fort, you know, good, something like that. And thanks for selling all my beer. Your boss says you sold more beer than anybody. Thanks for selling Holy all my shit. beer. And he left. And I looked, and he tipped me $1,000, which was fucking huge. Yeah, $1,000 on the night. So with that in mind, let's go to... Oops, I hit the wrong button. Did I? No, I didn't. I hit the right button. All right. Let's go to his predecessor. Oh, no. I was going to play videos tonight, but I didn't plug my... <laughs> I didn't plug my pad into the fucking roadcaster. Let me see if I can. I might be able to do this real quick. Let's see. So this this chick and the video is the like direct next in line from the dude that tipped you a grand. Exactly. I don't know if it was. Hold on. Like I don't know if it was him exactly, but. One, it can't be more than a couple removed because this was in like 2014, I think. Well, for sure, it's just like goddamn hang on mute and think about it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for thanks for filling the dead air. You know, you you know I can't handle the awkward silences. <laughs> it's just too much pressure oh, i should make you yeah, should like come up yeah. with a, a stupid dead air joke like and write it down just in case get, you have these circumstances again you can have the dumbest dead air joke imaginable setup <laughs> so you hear about those kids drinking automatic tranny fluid and their dicks falling off oh, All right, let's see if I figured this out. No, I don't think I did. Jeez, now I'm afraid I'm gonna pull down the wrong. Yeah. Oh well, I can't do it. No videos this week. That blows. I had a, I had a good line of freaking videos saved up for tonight. But anyways, her deal was is. We need to get rid of this fratty attitude that is yeah. what made you fucking billions of dollars. Your fratty attitude. Like, who do you think drinks these fucking things? Do you see a lot of uh, smashed Bud Light cans at LGBT? Well, it's, uh, it's more rallies? of the, like, those like I don't tall think aluminum you do. bottles, which they don't sell as many of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, if that Dylan Mulvaney dude was funny, this is what he this is what he should have done. Pull open the Bud Light and been like, 
All right, faggots. <laughs> just because I'm a girl doesn't mean I can't drink with the boys and then just shotgun one and smash it on his head and then fucking <laughs> and throw the can been, at the uh, screen. Yeah, that definitely would have been interesting. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I don't know what these companies are thinking. Like, I, I, uh, I've heard a couple different things. One is like, the, one theory, I heard somebody say that, and I looked it up, that they fired their entire marketing team over this, but then they denied that that was the case. I wouldn't be surprised if that's true and they're just trying to keep it on the DL. I mean, it's kind of cool that like Kid Rock and Travis Tritt were able to like put a massive fucking dent in Bud Light sales in just a couple of days. With just, you know, Kid Rock made one video and Travis Tripp put out a tweet. That's all it took. And it's like, people get caught up in thinking that we're not winning in a lot of ways. Like, that these people are unbeatable. It's like, dude, a couple of fucking guys was probably cost this cunt her job. Yeah, she'll fade away. Like, they won't fire her right away, but she's gone. You know what I mean? And, you know, other companies need to take notice of this. So it's like... I was thinking about this earlier. It's like, you might have a little bit of experience to answer this question. What must all of these people that have worked for Bud Light who break their fucking backs, brewing their beer, driving their trucks, you know, selling their marketing, what are they thinking today? These, yeah. these blue collar, I guess selling their marketing is not a good example for blue collar, but you know, what are these actual, you know, the maintenance workers, the guys who work on the machines, the guys who actually do the work? What are they thinking about this? Like, could you imagine if fucking, if Harley Davidson did that this week? Like, you just got back yeah. from Milwaukee and you talked about, like, how it gave you, like, a sense of pride being part of something that's historic and has been around for so long and you have to imagine that like Anheuser-Busch employees have that same like there should be that same culture within and I would imagine on like the ground level there is but there's just this massive disconnect like can you like how would you be reacting if if Harley did um, this week I think as far as like industry and like kind of the loyalty and following, I, I, I would say Harley probably has a little deeper connection with its customers more than a beer manufacturer, if you know what I'm saying. But um, uh, I, I, I would also be interested to see where like geographically the main production and um, distribution centers are for Budweiser just because I feel like where they are geographically in the United States would probably play a huge part as to the the general um, um, political atmosphere of the employees, you know? So, um, but besides that, I, I could imagine there's a great deal of them that are just like, I don't give a fuck, I'm punching a clock. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm here making a paycheck. But, uh, but there's always, there's a, yeah. yeah, which is sad. Yeah. Which is sad because that shouldn't be the attitude, you know? Yeah. It's like, maybe this will just be the nail in the coffin for yeah. them and that's okay. 
you know, microbrew is better anyways. Like, maybe they'll just fucking spin off and start buying up more microbrews and putting them under a different name so people don't realize, you know, they have to be punished for this, which is really, like, it's great that it's happening, like, that they are actually being punished. Yeah. You know, Netflix has been punished. Disney has been punished. All of these companies are having to rethink what they're doing. They're either going to go, hey, we got to knock out the propaganda and get all these, you know, commie cunts out of our fucking companies. Just, we got to clean house and get back to making good content. Or they're thinking, yeah. how are it's, we going to hide our I propaganda think it's a good, better? Um example that you can't please everybody and when you take a hard line and take take you know aside um you're you're gonna pay the price like you said and that is either gonna be an acceptable loss for that company and they're gonna continue on down their their marketing path that they see fit or try to you know course correct and try to bring it back but uh it, it it's a very interesting um situation like with all the big corporations that are going woke and how much money money they're losing yeah and i mean the same dude is a spokesperson (laughs) for tampons and sports bras what the fuck are you doing same fucking dude tampons and sports bras these people are just and the crazy thing too is like the same I mean, I'm not all of them. Like, we're getting to a point now where people our age are starting to... Like, I would imagine that that Bud Light cunt is about our age, maybe a little bit older. Oh, you're saying the new the new marketing probably propagandized with, with this shit in college. Like, most people are. So, it's like... Yeah, so, yeah, so like, you know, it's... A lot of it's got to be, um, you know, these people with these cult-like ideologies moving up into the ranks and giving HR departments more power, giving unions more power, giving a, you know, voice to inclusivity, all this crap. It all comes with like, you know, it's amazing that companies didn't see (laughs) HR as more of a, more of a red flag. Like most companies just kind of like were bending over backwards to bring in HR departments and now you got to think most of them just be thinking, God, what the fuck was I I'm trying thinking? to comply? It's like what? Com- I mean, like most companies don't need HR departments. And I don't know if you know this, but most HR departments are ran by women. So carving themselves niche. All right. Next one, Riley Gaines. So this one, you know. Did you look into this story at all? She's the the female swimmer who lost to the other tranny. The in the big college. the big story one. Uh, what's the other guy's yeah. name? I don't fucking remember. Who cares? Yeah, they make me uncomfortable. I try not to even look at the screen when they're on. Something grotesque, like just wrong. I don't know. Anyways, um, she went to San Francisco to give a speech about why trans women aren't women. And and they end up screaming at her, throwing shit at her, attacking her, 
punching, pushing. She ends up getting locked in a closet with cops who are terrified of these other men in dresses with, you know, these armed cops terrified of men in dresses hid in a fucking classroom for like three hours. And now she's all up in arms on Fox News. I can't believe this happened. Oh my, they're crazy, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, I can understand you being pissed off about losing to that dude. I get it. But going to San Francisco was, to bitch um, about it, uh, what the fuck is wrong? That seems very with tactical. You? Yeah. It, they it don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. It you can't tell me that like she got invited by this you know conservative group that is in all, all the schools. But you, dude, I went to school. I went to college in San Francisco. I can tell you that group is small. And about this far from yeah. being kicked out of school all the time. Because that's just how it goes there. Like, nobody thinks that way there. And it wasn't near as bad when I was there. I was so dumb back then. I didn't know anything. And I was late signing up for classes, and I needed an English class. So I signed up for this English class. It was called Women's Studies English. Thinking, <laughs> all right, a it's class English about women. Females. You know, how bad can that be? <laughs> that's not what it was. I didn't even, I'd never even, no, oh, dude, it was that's, feminism. That's really, that's really, that's feminism. really progressive of you, man. I'm proud of you. Yeah, and dude, I, I even going, yeah, yeah, and this is how, this was in 2012. The big argument that I got in, in that class that kind of got me on, like, rough waters, like, not even close to being kicked out or anything, was we were talking about, like, um, beauty being a social construct, and then this this ridiculous fat Mexican lady who weighed like four hundred pounds was just went on this diatribe about how it wasn't actually unhealthy to be fat, and I just lost it, and I was just like, "You're out of your fucking mind! You're gonna die thirty years younger than me." And they were like, "All right, be nice," yeah. and I'm like, "I am being nice." I'm telling her that she needs to get in shape or she's going to die 30 years younger than me. And that was the big argument. Like, dude, I never even heard of a fucking... Tra- Back then, like, we still referred to them as transvestites. I always heard of them. I always heard them referred to as transvestites. I still don't know the difference. I guess maybe a surgery. I don't know. But that's... I always well, thought that- they were transvestites. That's what I always fucking called them. But none of that shit was wrong. So like I'm like I, I it, <clears throat> what do you think? Like about you said, this? I agree. I think the um, the chick uh, Gaines was her last name, right? I think she has. De- I think she definitely has a right to be upset. I uh, yeah. I, a biological male competing against biological women does not seem. Yeah, it does not seem um, cool and. With a dick. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Not being a woman, uh, that's my opinion. Uh, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion or whatever, but it does, uh, I mean, when it went, when you're, when you're, it, it's, when it's a physical sport, ah, physical competition, a there's a clear advantage to a biological male. Um, now her going to San Francisco to give this speech sounds to me like it was, they, they were intending to stir the pot 
they're they're looking for the attention, looking for the headline, and um, they were looking I would be for more this. Interested to know um, who was backing her <laughs> to go there. Like she she had to have been getting paid. Yeah, yeah. exact. That's my exact thought. It's like this is a fucking psyop. That like, I don't know, dude. And. And I and and I have a controversial view on this, as you know. Is I think keep letting this happen. I think this is good. You people are dumb. Like stop, stop trying to stop this. You want the universities to lose all their funding and lose all their fucking uh, kids, anyways. Like, what better way to than like? It's this is like almost like watching the fucking Soviet Union collapse in front of your eyes, but then like throwing them a fucking yeah. <laughs> A line at the same time. It's like, no, man, just let this happen. You, Riley, get that person, whoever paid you to be at fucking, you know, Charlie Kirk, get him to sponsor a new swimming league. And when all of the best swimmers are going to your fucking league, then the Olympics is going to change yep. their fucking tune and start taking different athletes yeah, from different places. Definitely trying to, yeah, trying to put a bandaid on, on the, this these giant social issues and problems is only dragging, dragging it out. It just needs to be allowed to fail. Honestly, you know, like, like the Bud Light thing, if this is their tactics or the way they want to promote their product, then let them. And, um, you know, we'll see what the shareholders say at the, at the quarterly meeting. Right. Yeah. No shit. Right. That'd be an interesting Zoom meeting to leak. <laughs> well, luckily for Miss Gaines, she's got a new, she's got a new, a new teammate. Caitlyn Jenner, gay Republican leader, vows to take on Rainbow Mafia. <laughs> Give me a call next time, honey. <laughs> Can you imagine, Caitlyn? I need a ride. And she just plows through on her fucking car, <laughs> running people over. Get out of the way, fags! <laughs> let's go to let's go hit the pool, honey. Are, are you, is it is it is it is it medically advised it's, to swim? It's in a so funny pool? because like uh, so this is transition. Yeah, with an open wound. It's it's basically a, a gaping open wound for eternity. And uh, I know when I was in the hospital and I had gaping open wounds, I had to have a pump hooked up to them. So, you know, conservator, conservative transgender media personality, Caitlyn Jenner, appeared in a recent video with a gay Republican political advocate where the two claimed to be fighting the so-called Rainbow Mafia. So this is just great how, like, Newsweek has to fucking dance this line where they still have to call Caitlyn Jenner a woman. They can't just say, like, oh, you know, this fucking... (laughs) Because they have to play the woke card still. So they have to refer to her... (laughs) They have to refer to her as a woman while also smearing her as a transphobe, which is just fucking beautiful. Like... It just must make these people's heads melt because you know behind closed yep. doors they just want to fucking rip into her. <laughs> but they can't. What are you going to say? 
what the fuck are you gonna say? You've painted yourself well, that's into like, a hole. That, that's like um, oh, what man. is it, Blair White? We how, live in beautiful times, right? She gets uh, a lot of flack from the LGBTQ community for speaking out against uh, her opinion on, yeah, you know, child transitions and stuff like that. So it's it's funny when somebody that should be one hundred percent in the flock <laughs> has speaks out differently and then they still get treated like um like the enemy yeah so it's it's amazing how quickly like people turn on you when you're not saying the right thing when you're not you know getting in line so like in covid it took like I don't even know, probably a good few months for me to like actually realize that I'm like one of the people that they're trying to protect, and that my opinion actually does matter. And I remember at one point I like put out a post and I was like, "I'm a high risk patient, and I don't give a fuck if you wear a mask." And then immediately people are like, oh, my God, you don't speak for everybody. And what do you know? And, blah, 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 blah. and it's like, ah, so much for being marginalized, you know, because that's their whole thing. The marginalized get to yeah. speak. But then when the marginalized don't like you're, you're follow the script, or... then they're no longer Whatever. marginalized. Then they're just fucking insane. Yeah. Or just racist or evil or whatever, you know. These people have well, just, that's a, just no the sad facts of uh, uh, political right. views in this country. You know that's why it's split basically fifty fifty. You're you're supposed to fit into one box or the other, and you can't you can't like guns and be gay at the same time. Apparently, <laughs> but yeah, and. They don't exactly. make, like, anything that everybody likes. Like, I was talking to somebody earlier today, and they were he was bringing up, like, um, that movie, that Mark Wahlberg movie, yep. Incredible, where he was in Philadelphia. You know, he played that guy who made the Eagles, and it's a feel-good story. And then he was saying that, like, Disney's got that and remembered the Titans streaming on the app, and he just watched those, and they're great movies. And I agree, those are great movies. Like, great movies. And... And I was thinking, like, <laughs> what would Remember the Titans look like today? Like, yeah. you're going to have to have a trans person on the fucking team. And can you just imagine, like, here's the scene, dude. Fucking big tranny sitting on the fucking across from the coach crying, Coach, I don't know what to do. The quarterback doesn't want to touch me down there because I had my penis removed. Well, it's okay, young lady. You're you're still human, and we appreciate. Like this is what it would have to be to some extent. Like you would have, and so they just don't do it anymore. I don't think it's like I don't even know what Disney's making anymore. But I know it's nothing like that where you could have that movie. You know, remember the Titans screen in itty city and. Yeah, yeah town in America and get the same reception from it. Now it's like some of these movies that they're putting out, like dude, 
some of these theaters got to be thinking like, man, yeah. if we put this out, we're going to get some vandalism <laughs> and shit. Like, we don't even think that, we should be putting this out, but we got to. Like, that's one, uh, one of my favorite. Uh, what are uh, we gonna do here? Yeah, like topics of of movies that could never be made today is Tropic Thunder. With yeah, with uh, fucking Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. You never go full retard. He said the retard in, in blackface. Dude, that's like two of the seven deadly sins of wokeness in one fucking scene. Exactly. Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody gives a shit because it was funny. You know, I wonder like, I wonder if like my commercial fucking tranny crushing can, I, I wonder if that commercial would have done better. Like, you know what I mean? Like at some point. If if that's happening, me and you sure. are gonna watch I, that and go. I, 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 I don't agree with it. it would but that was funny. Um, get a better response from me because that it's hilarious. Yeah, and it's like, dude, I'm an idiot. Like these people all went to fucking school forever for this shit, and they can't figure out. Like, no matter what happens, my commercial fucking kills. Compared to yours, no matter what, like maybe you still have some serious backlash, yeah, but yeah. not near as bad. Maybe you don't even see much of a stock hit because like a lot of people like comedians and shit are going to ha- comedians are going to have a fucking field day with this. Like I'm not a comedian and nope. I could, I just made a great joke on that. Like it's just gold. You know what I mean? Like if they come out with a funny funny commercial then what are the comedians really gonna do you can't like punch it up that like commercial that i just pitched there's not much you can do to punch that up like that's that's a funny commercial it's gonna kill like that even during super bowl like people who are watching it are like i'm repulsed but also fucking funny (laughs) so i don't i don't know i don't like i don't understand how People that like spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, and there goes Ozzy barking at the neighbors, are able to just come up. I also actually did hear that, like, um, maybe the can wasn't supposed to be released, and this fucking tranny's a sociopath and just did hmm. that video without checking in with anybody. So I also heard that theory too. But who knows? And you know, this person being a sociopath, I heard uh, me the cans the were never supposed to be released. It was just a like private gift from Bud Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's kind of what I was saying. I guess I just wasn't. Yeah, they're not for sale on it. But yeah, I. Who cares? You know, what did you think? What did you think this fucking clearly insane person was going to do with them? I mean, that's what, like, so that's kind of blows a hole in that fucking, like, even if they weren't supposed to be, like, sold in public, like, you still knew what was going to happen sending that fucking package out. But I, I, yeah, I I heard that a lot of people got the same package. Yeah. 
And you know what was funny, too, about the actual video is that, like, when he opened the can, he fucking tapped the lid. And I was like, dude, fucking dude. Chicks don't tap the Chips don't tap, tap the fucking, you know, how could anybody, and that's what gave me the idea, because I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, maybe it'll, maybe it'll do something funny, you know, like, like, maybe that was a, like, I was thinking, oh, maybe he's going to do something funny, but no, that was you just can, you being a man. You can, that was literally just you doing a man. And speaking of, like, movies that could never be made yeah, anymore, like Ace Ventura, fucking, Yeah, yeah, and then of course our the oh, the yeah. the yeah. fucking meme from our our, our texts earlier this week. <laughs> you ever had your shit? Oh. In <laughs> Dude, that was a great fucking scene. Mm. Oh, man, let me see what else I've got on. Oh, all right, more on San. Speaking of San Francisco. Uh, founder Ooh, of the I Cash App, yeah. fucking murdered, right downtown, right in one of. This is funny. They go to one of the nicest neighborhoods in San Francisco. It's like no, because all the neighborhoods in San Francisco are fucking shitty at this point. Even in the nicest neighborhood hoods in San Francisco, there's fucking homeless people everywhere, and like the worst part of the city, the Tenderloin, is literally like intertwined with the financial district. So you get like the richest people yeah. in the city walking past the most destitute people in our society on a daily basis. It's one of the wildest fucking things. You know, there's like one cool aspect about that. Like the, the only time that that was ever cool in the city is I would go to AA meetings and you would go, in the tenderloin and you just be in these fucking shitty ass coffee shops, just dumps and, you know, rooms that have been rented out for a hundred dollars a month for 30 years or something like that. Just shitholes, homeless people stinking the place up, just coming for the coffee. But then you also get business people in there like in thousand dollar suits and you'll go in there one day and you'll have, you know, some fucking professional, I won't say who it was, but a very big professional musician talk for a half an hour or an hour, and everybody sits there and listens. And then the next week, you get a business person would come in and talk for half an hour, and everybody listens. And then the next week, some fucking destitute, like, poor homeless person would come in there and talk for a half an hour, and everybody would sit and listen. Just the same. Like, you wouldn't get... Rich business people would not walk in there, see who was sitting up there on the stool, and go, yeah, no, nah, I don't want to hear from this crusty, smelly dude, and walk out. Never the case. Yeah, that's, Never that's actually case. super cool. I always um, thought that was an interesting... You know, it shouldn't... I mean, ultimately, if you are a curious human being of, you know, this this thing we call humanity, then... You should be open to at least hear from every walk of life and every uh, every state. If anything, it should just be a little, little bit interesting, I would think. 
Well, yeah. a lot of those business go. people yeah. had been in those dirty, ratty, ratty clothes before, you know, and they know that they're just a, a couple mistakes away from being back in them. So you, you got to remind yourself right. what it was like and why you got those nice clothes to begin with, because most of those people in those nice clothes had either lost them or were on the verge of losing them or on the verge of death. A lot of these people, lots of lawyers <laughs> would be in there. You know, there was one of the funniest things I ever heard anybody say in one of those deals was uh, this lawyer just talked for like a half an hour. And uh, this guy, he goes, you know, now I know why I spent so long in prison. All you <laughs> fucking lawyers are no different than I am. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. That's kind of that's kind of the case is what's going on. Like we're fucking degenerates. And yeah, you man, I heard some nasty nasty shit, in in some of those. But I liked going to the the ones and hearing the nasty shit. Those were the the most fun stories. You'd hear some really fucking crazy shit. Sometimes you hear some funny old dudes too. You hear this old guy from Scotland would come in every once in a while. And he fucking crushed. He was like a stand-up comic. He had fucking good timing and shit. And he knew that, like, he crushed. <laughs> so he kind of went around the city <laughs> and just did it for fun, I think. He was, yeah, he was pretty cool. But, you know. San Francisco mayor hints at surprising facts in that murder. I wouldn't be surprised if also... It was just some fucking random homeless person, too, because at this point, you can't even walk down the street in California, and I had a lot of good video. I had a, a great video to go with this tonight, but, you know, maybe next week. But you can't buy a gun in that city. Well, le legally, you Even can't if you wanted legally. to. There was a gun you shop. Can, you I can buy a, my pistol. <laughs> oh, I... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, man, they they had a gun shop there in the city. It was called the Last Gun Shop. And it was called the Last Gun Shop because they had set a rule or a law that um you could no longer like inherit the title of a gun shop. So this was the way for them to get them all out of there was the last person to die is the last person wow. to have it. So once the old man died, the shop had to close down. That was the only way. So, you know, even a, a, a law-abiding citizen who wants to fucking do the right thing and go and go through the background check and all that yeah. crap, they're still screwed, you know? And... uh Where's the, uh, damn it, where's the, uh, ah, Whole Foods closes its, quote, flagship San Francisco store after just a year due to crime. It's, and these are the type of company like Whole Foods, you know, these are yep. the type of companies who are, who are pretty supportive of social causes, and, you know, I bet they would get all behind a lot of policies that, that led to this shit, and, they can't even keep a Whole Foods open in San Francisco. I mean, at some point, like, I don't think it's gotten to the point like New York yet where, did you hear that uh, some guy, this parking attendant in New York City, 
was yeah. scoping somebody like scouting cars. They were casing the place. And he goes to run the guy off. Dude's got a gun, shoots him in the stomach. The guy wrestles the gun away from him and then shoots the guy and they charge him with murder. Wow. It's unbelievable. And now we got a case in Texas where luckily Greg Abbott finally, you know, stood up to do the right thing. I don't know if you got that one. But uh, uh, there's a, this dude shot, shot a BLM protester oh, yeah. in 2020 that had an AK-47 pointed at his face. This is an Uber driver. He's a retired Army sergeant or Navy, one of the two, Marines maybe. And uh, this guy points a freaking AK-47 in his face. Maybe he he was having some flashbacks. (laughs) You know, what are you going to do? You shoot the fucking guy. Shoot first, ask questions later. And they charge the guy with murder. I couldn't. Did you see the video of his? I don't know if it was his father. I think it was his father's face in the courtroom. His, you know, his mother was bawling or maybe it was his wife. And his father was just like mouth open, completely fucking blown away. Just you could see the look on his face like, how could this even be possible? Yeah, that's wild. Even Um, in Texas. (laughs) A big, big reason of why a lot of people are leaving California, but you'd think you'd be safe to reasonably defend your your life and your property in Texas but it was, Austin is kind of um kind of its own little uh state in Texas in some ways but uh yeah that's why a lot of people are leaving California you 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 want to feel safe you want to be able to exercise your constitutional rights and in some states they don't support the constitution Yeah, I mean, the people who can afford to leave have, and the ones who haven't, God help you, because I can't. <laughs> None of us can at this. I mean, you almost well, root shit, for with it all to the, go down uh, The crazy just, rain season that they know, had this year and all the wild flooding and stuff, there's, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. I can't imagine that California is going to be in a drought this summer, right, with all that rainfall. Dude, they don't they're going to be in know. more of a drought. <laughs> of course they will. They're, they, they, don't, they don't even know how to capture most of the runoff. Like, they were complaining, oh, we can't, it's too much, we can't capture it, we can't divert it, blah, blah, blah. So all the lakes are going to be full for the year, but then starting next year, oh, my God, the drought, oh, you know. Uh-huh. But as we all know, it's, they, are, they keep these waterways low artificially i guarantee that the the valley that i live in could have 24 7 365 irrigation in this country or you know where i live and we wouldn't run out of water we've got an aquifer the size of lake michigan under us that i live on they don't even know how big it is 
they can only measure how much it discharges every year. And what they do is they, so they measure <coughs> that discharge and go, oh, drought discharging <laughs> slower than it should. Yeah. So, you know, we got to, we got a drought. We got to cut your water off. No yeah. lawn for you. Sorry. Fuck off. It's coming out slower. You, I don't believe that you know what you're talking about. I, I just don't. I don't believe you at all. I just don't understand how, like, RFK Jr., how is it that he can know what's going on with vaccines? He can know what's going on with war. He can know what's going on with CBDCs. And then just buy into climate change hook, line, and sinker. It's like, dude, it's the same fucking people selling the same bill, like the same bullshit across the board. Like, how can you call all of them out as bullshit and then buy well, the other like, one? And it's a lot you like know, <clears throat> it's Trump, beyond uh, me. It's fucking you know, beyond saying me. saying all his lines that he says, but then he puts uh, a BlackRock guy in charge of the um, was it the Federal Federal Reserve? Is that what he appointed him? Huh? Something like that. But still, it's like you, you're you uh, drain the swamp, but yeah. then you put yeah a swamp you know, mo- monster in charge of the whole country's money. I'm yeah. Like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, d- trust me, I'll do it this time. It's like, I don't believe you. I don't. Like, you're going to bitch and complain about Lindsey Graham, but when it comes down to it, you're going to stand right fucking next to him when you need the votes. And they're, he's going to put fucking swamp creatures, and oh, and then we're supposed to have, you know, then we have to, you know, it. it's like if you if you don't think that, if you don't think that Joe Biden's demented, like then you have to be apologetic for everything that Trump does. And it's like, no, dude, if you stopped apologizing for everything he did, then maybe he wouldn't like he. I don't know that he could have done anything that would have been like received poorly by his base during his time in office. Anything <laughs> who he could have killed a hooker. And I think a decent, yeah, like, what are you talking about? I mean, I heard she fell. She fell. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a real fucking mess (laughs) that they've got us in. That's a fact. It's a real fucking mess. All right. Well, let's call it early. I I ran out of shit. I'm out of steam. I had a bunch of videos on deck and now I'm and now I'm reaching. I'm reaching for shit. So before it gets too boring, have a good one.